Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast, where every week, Danny and Mauda Vega discuss topics that help families live a healthy and active lifestyle with their little ones, including nutrition and training, peaceful parenting, education, and mindset. To stay up to date, make sure to hit subscribe on this podcast and check out the blog at www.fatfuel.family. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at dannyvega.ms, at fatfueledmom, and at fatfueledkids, and fatfueledfamily on YouTube. Enjoy the show. guys, we're going to take a minute right now to tell you about one of our amazing sponsors, Santa Cruz Medicinals. Santa Cruz Medicinals is a company that we've been using for years now. They make high potency, high quality, lab tested CBD formulas at an affordable price. They offer ketogenic, paleo, gluten-free, sugar-free, lab tested formulas. You all may remember when we did our cannabis series last year. One of the things we learned with CBD is that the research is pretty clear on dosage. 5 to 20 grams per kilogram is what you should be taking per day. And most of the quote-unquote CBD you see online and on Amazon is severely underdosed. Most of these products are offering dosages that are so low, you have to down a bottle a day. <laughs> That's why we love Santa Cruz Medicinals, because they offer highly dosed, potent CBD with clean ingredients, and they have several cool products. But we want to share our favorites with you. So what are your favorites, my love? Um, all of them? <laughs> No, really. I have yet to try a product from them that I don't love. However, I will talk about some of my ride or die products. So during my cycle, I get horrible migraines, guys. And my go-to is definitely their peppermint tincture or the 10,000 milligrams to get a potent anti-inflammatory dose. Uh, Peppermint has been shown in studies to relieve migraine pain. But let's talk about the pain salve real quick because this I use for almost everything. And everyone in this household agrees we cannot live without it. So the CBD pain salve has clean ingredients that you can trust but it also has peppermint which really really helps and so what I like to do is I'll rub some on my temples and it really provides instant relief for me when I have bad headaches but of course I'll use it as well for any muscle pain that I have. Well I'm personally a huge fan of the 10,000 milligram bottles of CBD in MCT oil. I put it in my coffee and then again at night I'll, I'll put some more in like some broth or whatever drink I'm drinking a hot tea uh, to get an adequate dose for the day. I also love the pain salve, especially when I'm extra sore. We usually take turns massaging it onto each other and it always does the job. You guys also have to try the new CBD infused hemp and collagen protein. If you're a fan of horchata, you will love this one. Oh, that one is so good, guys. We just tried it and it is so good. Um, So yeah, if you're interested, check them out. You can find them at scmedicinals.com. And of course, don't forget to use the code FATFUELDMOM at checkout to save 15% on your order and get free shipping, guys. Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Vega, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Maura. How are you, my love? I'm good. Awesome. So we are doing another live broadcast. This went really well last time with our good friend, Ryan Lowry, Dr. Ryan Lowry. And um, we have questions from a long time ago. Which, by the way, they can check out that replay where? On Facebook, right? Yes, on Facebook right now until the actual podcast comes out on the podcast feed. Awesome. So... Um, Today, you worked out with our friend Alex. Um, our friend Alex took you through a workout. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. It was a shoulder focus It was great, workout. but it was bad. Shoulder focus with a high metabolic focus as well. Yeah. I told him, you know, he's like, what are you kind of missing? I'm like, shoulders, which is probably not the best answer. But then, you know, anything probably would have been horrible. So, um, 
Yeah, I told him I usually do full body, but he kind of made it like, I felt like I was back in CrossFit, which was nice. Yeah. Honestly, because I needed to be pushed. I needed to sweat. <laughs> I spent, I got more done in an hour, guys, than I probably usually do in two. Um, you know, That's into a lot of. When you have an external person, you know, pushing. Pushing me and the counting helps too, because I'm like one of those people who always loses count. So, um, yeah, we got a lot of people hopping on. What's up, everyone? My friend Ashley's on. Ashley's Ziff. We got Raymond. My friend Will from, gosh, I've known Will uh, since forever, Willie, um, since probably middle school. Awesome. We got Mari, Sunny Marisol, Ozzy on. What's up, guys? So we're going to do a, a Q&A. Yep. We have some questions here that were submitted, and then we'll probably answer some questions at the end. Yeah, these were from a long time ago. These were for like from like a month ago. So uh, we'll move through the COVID questions pretty quickly because I'm already like over be- it beat up by social media enough. Um, so I don't, yeah, we don't need to be, you know, more beat up, more beat up. So, okay. So let's talk about this opinion on deaths from underlying conditions being labeled as Corona deaths. Guys, it's all on the CDC website. Um, you can find several clips if you actually just, we have this thing. It's really amazing. Like before, Back in those, in a long time ago, if you wanted to find information, you had to go to the library. You can Google it. Uh, actually, I wouldn't Google. I would use DuckDuckGo, a browser like DuckDuckGo, which is uh, unbiased. It doesn't filter your results because, to be honest, uh, we are being filtered and we are being censored, uh, which that should tell you something, guys. Why would they censor it? I don't. And even Google, if it is wrong, why Google's, would they censor it? Google's doing their part as well. Like, type in a- any number. Uh, 200 new cases, 100 new cases, 1,000 new cases, 2,000 new cases, any number that any you put. Any three-digit number. Yeah. Any, I actually did one, 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 and that came out too. Actually. Yeah, any any number, and, and it automatically takes you to articles about new cases for COVID, which is odd, very odd. So stay woke. Um, there's always financial gain to be made. Never forget that. Never forget that we're dealing with human beings who, I don't know if you guys knew this, but we're all pretty horrible. There's a reason Jesus died for us, and that is because we are horrible. So never forget um, that. Now, about the underlying conditions, you know, I was actually talking to Alex this morning uh, uh, when he was training me, asking him how his business was going, and he said it was actually going really well, and I think that's for two reasons. One, people want to lose their quarantine weight, and two... The one thing that's become extremely apparent, no matter how much... Even though the news doesn't cover it. Even though the news doesn't cover it, and no matter how much they try to suppress information that our grandparents and information that has been known for years and years and and generations about our immune system and how to properly take care of yourself so that you don't get sick. Um, I don't know about you, Danny, but when was the last time you were sick? I don't remember. And now I have another question. Were you sick more often when you ate different types of foods? Yeah, okay. I was. Yeah, right. I had I had, you know, allergy stuff. I had my yearly um, you know, stomach bug. I had And you were active. It's not like you weren't active, so. Yeah, and I also had, you know, I would get my those cold sores like once or twice a year when things were really stressed. So yeah. definitely improved metabolic health is going to definitely make you more resilient. As far as the underlying conditions, I mean, most of the people who are dying have several underlying conditions. And, you know, here's another example of how the news messes things up. So you can, you can see there was a few weeks back, they said there was like a 30 year old in perfect health who died from COVID. He was actually 400 pounds and type two diabetic. They didn't mention that you had to go 
like three quarters of the way through the article to find that out. So lessons, I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned from COVID. And honestly, even though it may seem like there are, there are still definitely majority of the people are half, a, uh, not half asleep. They're like in a coma, but um, most people are definitely asleep and that, you know, I don't, it's fine. I, I, I expected that um, and I don't expect it to go away. Um, but I do think a lot of people did wake up. I think a lot of people have realized at least that the media is literally like there could be no worse trash than that. If you're going to be watching the media to tell you what to do, I mean, get ready to live a very fearful and a very difficult life where you are literally living out lies um, because it is very important to be a healthy person. As much as they try to, to, to cover that up, I have yet to get sick. And, and to be honest, I'm not scared. And the reason that I'm not scared is because I take ac an active role in my immune system. Um, and it's become very apparent. So that's a good thing. And we have a few friends who've gotten, several friends actually, who've gotten the virus and uh, were working out within five days again. So, Who are healthy people for real. Yeah. Not like, did you see, is that the same one? I don't know. There was a child who they said was healthy and the child like was obese. I mean, how can you? Anyways, um, David Webb, Logan Delgado, Alex Castle, um, several people who got it and, um, and went through it and, and it's, yeah. they're, they're fine now. So Next. this this is a hard one. How to speak your truth without a, a upsetting loved ones. And that's the same thing about like, oh, that's the same question. Someone asked the same question. So, um, yeah. So what do you what do you think about that? How to speak the truth? We, we're not the experts at that. That's hard for us. It's not hard for me. So no, it's hard for us to it's hard do for it in a way to where do it with angry. love. So that's something that I'm definitely being uh, something that's working inside of me right now. Um, how to speak my truth without upsetting loved ones. That's to me, that's impossible. And I'll tell you why it really just depends, I guess, where you get your worldview from. I personally, we're Christian. Everybody knows this. I get my worldview from the Bible. I'm called to rebuke with love. And that's why I haven't really been posting much because the with love part needs work. And I think it's for all of us. We are all, we all will fall short. Um, but without upsetting, um, I don't, I'm not interested in that. The reason I'm not interested in that is because, you know, as long as my intentions are good and I'm doing it with love, the other person will be offended. Again, my worldview comes from Christ and he came and he upset a lot of people. Jesus came and he upset so many people. Okay. He was very, very divisive and very controversial and he would speak the truth and that upsets people. That's why it's called the ugly truth. That's why they have these slogans, the, the ugly truth, brutal honesty. Um, and that's for a reason. And I think that we all need that. And I, I need that every day. I need someone to tell me the truth that makes me uncomfortable because if not, how can I grow? So if there is something that's upsetting, then that person, it's up to them to, to look internally and it's up to them to do their research. You know, um, I'm not, I can't, I can't continue to worry about upsetting others. I don't, to be honest, I don't, as long as the only time I do care is when my intentions were, were to, to make you mad because, and that's with, between me and God, to be honest, you know, and, and trust me, he's working on me guys. Let me tell you another thing, Jordan Peterson, you know, someone asked him, you know, why do you say things that, do you think you have the right to say things that are going to upset people and all this stuff? And this gets into a topic that we, we definitely will get questions on because I kind of prompted them to ask me questions when I did. 
on freedom of speech and, you know, the virus. And, you know, when you talk about a subject that's important, feelings will get hurt. Always. You know? So, and the other thing is that um, at church, what we what we heard from the pastor this weekend, he was talking about, like, there's a difference between, you know, um, correcting someone or whether it be chastising them, whether it's correcting your son or even your, or your daughter or someone just that you care about, you know, there's a there's definitely a distinct difference between correcting and setting out to hurt someone. And right. a lot of people don't make that distinction nowadays because their feelings get hurt about everything. I don't know why it's so hard nowadays to, to say something without people, um, you know, getting their feelings all hurt. Can I like give them an example of a situation where that might have occurred that I rebuked you with love? Okay. With the mask thing yeah. from the other day. So, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't so, know which one. No. Where you wanted to go to like Halloween Express and do like this oh, whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So here's an example. And That's guys, like, we're all, listen, but. She helped me out though. Look, I don't know about you guys, but I only know one perfect person. And that's Jesus. So I don't expect Danny to be perfect. I don't expect myself to be perfect. But it also is not an excuse to just be like, he covered me. He covered my sins. I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, there are, and that's where the intentions do come in. Okay. Because he does know our intentions. Because I can be petty. And Danny can be petty. And so can I. Um, And so Danny, you know, they just did a mask mandate in Tampa. Hopefully they'll lift it soon. Um, even though it's not going to be the same because it's just so hard for business owners to keep up with all these changing rules and they, but, feel um, and they feel very pressured, but there has been a lawsuit filed against that County of Hillsborough by small business owners uh, for the mask mandate, which I 100% agree with and back because it does put pressure um, on them. Like they have to now police people. Like it's just so unfair to the business owners um, to have to do that to people. But uh, so, you know, Danny and I, it, it's no secret that we are 1000% against masks. Every time I ask someone to prove to me that they work, they can't. If they worked, I I would probably wear it. If there was evidence of asymptomatic spread, if the CDC didn't constantly change their mind, um, if our experts didn't constantly change their minds and um, contradict, contradict, contradict themselves over and over, it would be a little bit easier for me because... For me, it's more about control than anything. Um, and, you know, it has yet to be proven that they work. So uh, with that said, we are against it. And also I do have, you know, a condition that I don't, I can't wear a mask. I get, so it's it's kind of crappy that I have to disclose that everywhere I go now. But with that said, obviously we feel strongly. And Danny wanted to, he sent me some texts. I was at the gym and he's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go to, he was trying to have a, a day with Desmond and they couldn't go anywhere because of the stupid mask thing. And my son cannot wear a mask either. Um, and they weren't wanting to work with them. Health, health condition or not, which is guys, what kind what is this world for real? Look internally. It's all up to us to look internally because the problem is the people it is because we outnumber them. So obviously the majority of people are totally fine being controlled. Um, not surprised, but Danny wanted to go and buy a literal sheep head. Like he wanted to go to like Halloween Express and buy like a sheep head or or like something. But it was like a Deadpool or a Deadpool costume or something like super crazy. You know what I mean? And I was like, I don't want you to do that because you are making fun. And and, you know, why are you going to draw that kind of attention? It was wrong. Like, like, you know. It's one thing if you want to like get a mask that makes like a statement. That's that might be different, but something like that that's just blatantly making fun of people. 
Um, and just causing like a scene, you know, I'm like, you don't want to bring that attention to yourself. You know what I mean? So, so that's just a situation where we can rebuke with love and, um, correct each other. And again, guys, sorry, if if you're not a Christian here, then I'm sorry. And that's okay. But I do get, this is just where I get my, my, my rules from. Um, where was I going with this? No, that's it. Oh, well, what were we just talking about the intentions? Oh yeah, about our intentions and rebuke with love. Oh, and, and it does say, you know, that 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 fools are hate correction. Yeah. So all right, so let's talk about someone asked our thoughts on the hospitals getting paid for having deaths from corona or for even corona diagnoses. Um that's that's a big it's one. no secret they're inflating the numbers. They're calling all deaths COVID. Uh if you're diagnosed with COVID and you, you know, a shark ate you, then they'll call it COVID. Um this have, is just like anything. I have insider information on this because I was a medical device rep. And one of the things right. we had to know a lot about was coding, you know, because we have to know what are the right diagnosis, diagnosis codes for the procedure, for the device, for all of the things. And, um, you know, anyone that you speak to, hopefully there's some medical professionals on here, they know that there's a right way to code and a wrong way to code. And there's a more beneficial way to code than not. So like, let's say a patient has a symptom that is, you know, it's, it's a legit symptom, but if you add that diagnosis code for that symptom, you get paid more, you know, and nowadays, you know, hospitals, we don't want to say that hospitals are evil. They're bankrupt. You know, they're, the hospitals are, are running out of money because of the forced, um, you know, uh, cutting back of, providing services because everyone was afraid of hospital overwhelm, which never happened. Um, and so you get, you know, whatever it is, 13,500 or 14,000 for uh, a COVID case coming in and you get 39,000, I think for a COVID death and, um, it, it the ventilators pays. is another thing that they incentivize. Yeah. So, and ventilators, unfortunately, you know, the 88% or something like that of people who go on a ventilator are going to die. So, um, so that's a, that's a big problem. And, you know, even though I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying hospitals are evil. I'm just saying that if the patient had somewhat COVID symptoms, I mean, we hear stories left and right about patients not even getting tested and, and being diagnosed with COVID. Oh, I had the one this morning. Remember Oh yeah, and the yeah, lady, yeah. the lady got her thing and she was like, how can you put COVID on my, on my, on my paperwork when you didn't even test me? Yeah. That's so, happening a lot. Look, we just always be cautious when we incentivize people with money. And then just think about the fact that they actually do incentivize with money. Like, who does that? You know what I mean? Oh, evil. Like, it's like, here. You know? (laughs) So someone said, um, wait, uh, got that. Okay. Someone said, I like this one. Why can't I? That's a very easy question to answer because it's just, it is what it is. The this lack is of fact. SIDS since COVID. I, I haven't seen anything on that, but. I have. Can I share? Yes, please. That's all. Awesome. So I've seen a few things on this. Um, so I can't what. We're going to get into the subject. No, we're not. Okay. We're not going to get into the subject, okay. but I'm going to just state the fact of what's happened. And everybody has a brain here and everybody can come to their own conclusions and always question yourself. Something that I tell my children, me and Danny, is. Do not take what I say as truth. Gospel. As gospel. Go and test out everything that I've said to you. Because every single one of us got our ideas and everything that we believe from mostly either our parents, from schools. So how do we know that it's true? You have to look for yourself. 
Okay. With that said, there are simple facts in life that you can't ignore. Okay. What ever since COVID something has decreased and that's the so-called well visits. And I, I don't like that word because they're not well visits. They are indeed vaccine appointments. Okay. Well visits have gone down. All of a sudden SIDS has gone down. Okay. Other fact of life. There are, if you just go to VAERS vaccine, it's like the vaccine injury uh, where people uh, report if they think that their child has been V-A-E-R-S. If you Google that and you go and look into that and all of the, what is it called? Like the reports of people whose babies literally, healthy babies don't die. I'm sorry. They just don't. Um, People's healthy babies who have died of SIDS, uh, right after they get their vaccines, those are reported to VAERS. And so there's a, uh, you know, a nurse that came out and spoke out who she used to fill out those reports, the SIDS reports or the, the, you know, seizure or whatever is the effect that the parent is reporting, whether it's a grand mal seizure, adverse events. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. And she noticed that she hadn't for three weeks processed any SIDS reports. And she says that she processes many per day. So that's all I have to say about that. It's up to each individual to, uh, to, um, to look that up. So when it comes to your child, rare means nothing. It's Russian roulette to me. That's how I feel. And there has to be something said. If you are, look, I, I vaccinated my, one of my children is fully vaccinated. Um, and you know, I, He has a laundry list. He has a laundry list of things. And, um, you know, you just, you have to do the research. You know, we all do the best that we can with what we know, but do the research yourself. Just do the research yourself. And, you know, any mom here, any parent, even those who do vaccinate, and even the one when I did, there has to be something said for the amount of fear that occurs after every appointment. And everybody here who's a parent, whether you vaccinate or not, you know you're watching your kid like a hawk. You know you are. And and there's a reason for that. So that's all I got to say about that. Okay. I don't have exact data on this, um, but this is something that we've been hearing. I do with myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Other COVID victims, uh, domestic violence and suicide, for example. So we know that the domestic, hotline, the domestic violence hot, uh, was up and yeah. suicides were up. More than double, right? Or it was or like, anything? no, it was like. It was ridiculous. It was like a lot. It was like, I I don't remember, but it was a lot. It was quite a significant jump in suicides and in domestic abuse. Because think about it. um, The domestic abuse was probably increased for many reasons. So, well, one, people were locked up with their abusers. It's, you know, look at all the people that tell you stay home, guys. If you're telling me stay home from your mansion, from your penthouse, I'm like... Good for you. Yeah. But don't forget everybody who was locked up, children. In apartments. Children and, you know, all types of people, young and old, who are locked up with their abusers. Okay? In apartments. Um, and so even if the person wasn't necessarily an abuser, there was a lot of abusers that were born. What's happening? That were born out of, uh, out of, um, there was a. People that were born, uh, abusers that were basically born in in uh, 
during quarantine. And the reason for that is because drug use went up, alcohol use went up. Um, so people were, you know, there was a, maybe someone that maybe there's a, you know, one of the adults in the family maybe wasn't an abuser, but when you lose your job and you're drinking and you're locked up with all these people, it's, it's difficult. So I can't imagine how many people became, you know, flew off the handle basically. Yeah. And I know I felt extremely depressed for like, I lost a whole month basically. More than a month, almost two months. It was yeah. bad. There was, there was a point there, like, right, like six weeks in that I was like, I just looked at her and I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, are we still on house arrest? Is this still happening? Or is this still a reality? <laughs> I'm like, Danny, am I still locked in my house like a yeah. prisoner? Um, this is a good one because we've actually found some new things recently. Um, how do you find like-minded folks to connect with? That's a good one. Why don't you talk? I've been talking a lot. Okay. So <laughs> first thing, um, our church is awesome. We, we found a new church uh, that we've been going to. For several weeks now and we're loving it glory to glory ministries here in tampa mara wanted to go there for a long time because our friend elisle his father is the pastor bishop aubrey shines um you can check them out glory to glory ministries and you can actually they they stream their stuff and you can look actually tonight uh, at 7 p.m there's a bible study for anybody interested yes um but there's also what's that new software that we just joined uh we parlor? just joined parlor p-a-r-l-e-r because you'll see Parlor, like it's not Parlor with an O-R, it's E-R. Parlor is a new social media platform that doesn't censor. So there's a lot of people making their way over there. And that's, you know, you find one person and then you find another. So if you kind of like this type of stuff that you're hearing now, you might want to follow my personal Instagram page at Mount Adventure. So the A goes straight into the next word, Mount Adventure. But I'm sure if you look it up, it'll it'll pop up. Um, I post a lot of stuff there. It's a private page. So, it, you know, I'd rather just share with my family and friends there for people who really want that information and who are looking for it. And also, my friends and family, because you're going to get it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, like, for instance, there's, there's lots, a lot of these tech giants, these uh, huge technology companies, YouTube, Google, Facebook, Instagram, they're all censoring terribly. Um, it's disgusting. I actually lose subscriptions that I'm subscribed to on YouTube and I have to resubscribe quite often. And I'm like, how did I get unsubscribed to this page it's so dumb. if I never unsubscribed? And I'm not the only one. Other people have. People have to submit their, their um, videos to YouTube. For example, there's several videos that um, if you speak to the creators, they'll say, why don't I have an option to monetize this video that it's grayed out? Why don't I have an option to send this to the feed of my subscribers? That's grayed out. So like it, you can see a, a channel that has like, let's say 600,000 followers and they have videos that usually have higher engagement and higher views than the amount of followers. Like let's say they have a million views, but then they, they come back and these new videos are like 33,000 views. Is YouTube an American platform? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the, Valley, I think it's so ridiculous because YouTube, the CEO, flat out, guys, all of this stuff, these people don't hide their evil from us. We are all just <sighs> indoctrinated to appeal to authority. Okay. That's why we take doc the expert told you, yeah, okay. There's other experts that are being censored from YouTube. How do you censor a doctor, a, a, an actual doctor who went to school? How, and who's, who's how do you censor him and keeping so up to date? the ceo has flat out there's a video of her saying this from the 
you know, the mouth of the devil. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> but um, she has flat out come out and said that she's going to censor any and all information that doesn't go along with the WHO. As an American platform, our president has literally cut off funding to the WHO because they continue to be evil. Misleading. Yeah. <laughs> and misleading. So so BitChute is a, is a great option for anybody who wants to see uncensored um, videos. Also, exactly. I have to definitely include um, Brian Rose's. Um, they have a new digital freedom platform that's amazing. It's been going on for like... Uh, probably close to two months now, probably over a little over a month, and uh, and you can you can join that for free. Um, but I suggest supporting them like I did. Um, and then other than that, th- I will say one thing. Um, this is a danger of of living in the times we live in, like with social media. A lot of us, most of us, are curating our timelines. We're fi- following pages we like. We're unfollowing and blocking pages we don't like. So there's there's. Basically, all the information that you're looking for, you're going to find it, prove your point. Yeah, you're going to find it and you're not going to be able to see any of the information that challenges your point. And that's actually very dangerous because for dialogue and for progress, you need to be um, constantly entertaining other ideas. That's what freedom of speech is all about. So, yeah, absolutely. And this is a really good point. Um, And I will go here because. Um, because it's a good point. And I think that we all need to think about these things and ponder these facts of life. How can they so easily censor, pull down a videos? I mean, you should see it. Like my stuff gets flagged false quick by fact checkers, but somehow child pornography can't get off the internet. Oh, there's a whole, listen, I didn't tell you about this. There's a whole Instagram. Literally don't start with me. There's a whole Instagram pedophile like issue right now where you, you have multiple check out guys, check out Natalie Denise. She's on YouTube. She's on Instagram, N-A-T-L-Y Denise. And she has a lot of stuff on the, on the, the human trafficking stuff, but she just did a video on like uh pedogram. She calls it pedogram because you know, you have multiple um, There's hashtags. Yeah. Multiple people who are reporting these Instagram accounts that are obvious, obvious, uh, you know, pedophile accounts with, you know, um, even kids, pictures. Pictures of kids, random kids that are not theirs. A lot of symbolism they use. Yeah. And, and they can't get, they, they can't, you can't censor off. that. They can't, take but you're going to censor a vitamin D post. You've got to be Literally or if you, you mention 5G or if you mention vaccines or if you mention coronavirus. Or- well, now they're censoring. They literally said you can't boost your immune system. That is a lie. Oh, really? Go, go eat gummy bears for three weeks and then go 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 run around. Let's see if you Well, can Mike Mutzel has shared a lot of good info on like just one meal. Like there was one study that they showed like one meal of McDonald's can Cytokines, cause. Cytokines, like Yeah, like a lot of inflammation, a lot of all those issues. Well. I don't need to go to, I don't need to see, hear that. I can just do it myself. Let me go eat one donut. And I've already, it's just, guys, it's proven. Like, it's science. Like, they did a blood test. They tested my blood against foods. And my blood had a, a flipping cytokine storm, basically. A cytokine storm. You know the cytokine storms that they're talking about with COVID? Same Z's with wheat. So if I go eat a donut, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. My face is going to look like this. <laughs> Straight up like this. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell me that it doesn't matter and that you can't boost your immune system or harm your immune system. If that was the case, obese people wouldn't be the only ones dying from 
COVID. And they're not the only ones. Of course, there's always exceptions, guys. Don't tell me about that one person that you know. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that one guy. And to be honest, I still question their lifestyle choices. So maybe they're health. Skinny does not mean healthy. Skinny doesn't mean healthy. You could be doing drugs all night. I was really skinny. (laughs) Not healthy. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, hold on. I wanted to look up. Bunch of BS. Let me see. There's there's definitely... um Appeal to emotion, uh, faulty generalization. So that's that's one of the fallacies that are part of the many, many fallacies. Um, and um, so faulty generalization is basically um, similar to a proof by example in mathematics. It's a conclusion made about all or many instances of a phenomenon that has been reached on the basis of one or a few instances of that phenomenon. So if we say the majority of cases are with people with at least one or two comorbidities, someone's always going to say, that's not true. My cousin's cousin's aunt's you know, neighbor um, is totally healthy and they're dying from COVID. Um, and what does that mean? What does totally healthy mean? I don't buy it. Yeah. And then there's also like, you know, there's plenty of examples like this child died from COVID. And if you look at the picture, it's actually used in several examples in news articles from around the world. The same child. The one child. And he was in Portugal. Uh, he was dying in Portugal. He was also dying in the UK, the same child. And then he was dying in a different country, but he was actually a girl this time. And that's the picture that they used. Guys, I need to remind you guys. I need to remind everyone something of 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 something okay you see this right here this is this is an iphone 11 pro this camera look at it i mean i don't even need my dslr over there i don't remember this remember we have teslas if you don't think they can fake an image or a video like everything can be fake it's so easy there was that one news story that was very popular you guys saw it of the er Oh, Guys, yeah, if they lie to you about that, they they're going to lie to you about a lot of stuff. So just be very aware of that and question everything. Do not get your information from the mainstream media. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're almost done with these guys. These, this is, I, let me see. This is uh, defending unpopular beliefs with uh, fam that, ch- okay, we already did that. Uh, where to find credible and not fake sources. So um, we like, look, I mean, even if you just, you could just use the CDC data or you could use the worldometer.com. Check out, guys, look into um, all-cause mortality and, and compare that year over year. That's super important because if you're saying that there's a huge uh, pandemic of some sort of virus or whatever it is and you're making a big deal out of it, you would expect to see an increase in all-cause mortality. You would expect to see more deaths. And um, depending on the source that you look at, we're pretty much around the same if not less, we were starting a pretty bad flu season a few months ago that all of a sudden it disappeared, by the way, on existing a non flu season. season, by the way. Yeah. So um, but I mean, look, look for randomized <laughs> controlled trials. Look for responsible with your hair. <laughs> <laughs> My dad does not like me with short hair. And actually, but honestly, I don't either. I don't yeah. like the bald. I saw look, that picture. What did it look about? Go back. No, that one. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's a picture of I'm me like, here. No. And it's like bald Danny and she was not a fan. I was like, she didn't tell me that much. But well, because when you're, when I'm just living it, like I get used to everything. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, okay, like it's fine. This is what we're ro- working with right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a, this is the last one. I guess it's like end with a bang. Why aren't we allowed to question why our liberty liberties uh, have been taken away? I don't know. Ray Vega. I don't know. He lived in Cuba. You want to <laughs> <laughs> My dad is here. So this is he's ba- on. Why? What was it? Why aren't we allowed to question why our liberties are taken away? 
because everybody wants to make you feel bad when um, there's this false dichotomy that that says if you are if you are trying to defend defend your liberties, you automatically want people to die. You automatically want to kill people. You automatically don't care about, you know, your grandma. You don't care about the asymptomatic uh, spread, uh, which, by which the way. Which they said was not. Who came out which, and said it's pretty, doesn't, doesn't exist. And then they just took it back and then. Well, they never really, they were they like, never really whoa, 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 guys, we didn't want you to react that way. Um, what we said was, what had happened was, and I mean, you, come on, guys, come on. If any, like, I don't know how anyone can believe these people, to be honest. honestly. And then it doesn't spread on surfaces. And then, you know. But then it does. And it then sunlight out. kills it. But the beach is closed. And then don't stay inside. By the way, do not. But inside, you can get it more. Yeah, UV rays are definitely. I mean, why do you think they put um, UV lights in the, in the um, what do you call them? The vents in the hospital. It's to try to kill, kill as many germs and viruses and um, antigens, anything yeah. as possible, so that the house, the hospitals, like you know, as clean as possible. So, yeah. um, that that's that for those Woo! those questions. Phew, we got through those. Okay, so this is good. Um, advice on finding a good homeschooling program. Um, there's so many online, so it could be very overwhelming. Are, are you going with curriculum, or do you mean program, or, or yeah? I guess it depends. Like, it depends. What here's your options? Okay, here here are what your options are. You could just do it yourself at home, and you can either find one curriculum. I like to pull from all types of stuff because a la I don't carte education a la carte education, which is why I love it. Um, here, a few of my favorites I'll share. Um, for the little ones, I really like elementary age. I really love allinonehomeschool.com. Easy, it's also called Easy Peasy Homeschool. Uh, this is free. It's amazing. It's all free. It's all done for you. She asked for a donation. Give her a donation. She did all this for free. Uh, there's even workbooks that you can buy for like five bucks on Amazon. So that's a really good one. Um, I'll probably start utilizing. I actually want to look into it for Des now that he's a little older. RonPaulCurriculum.com. Uh, I would go there for like history and economics and stuff like that. So your kids are not learning. Uh, I don't know, whatever weird stuff they teach in schools, but it's not the real type of economics that you want to... Which, by the way, we're going to cover that as well because the... I'm sorry to interrupt, but this this is important because we don't want to hit them over the head with one thing only. That's what schools do. We want them to see both sides. So we'll talk about Keynesian economics, yeah, we will. but we'll also talk about... Um, Austrian. Austrian economics, you know? So it's important to give them both sides and let them do... Absolutely. Um, and then there's also co-ops. So depending on where you live, um, I'm very lucky here that I have co-ops. Uh, you know, now we're in a situation where we're I'm kind of just pending to see what's going to happen with my co-op because uh, there's actually some parents who and teachers, I think, who have said that they if the masks aren't a thing that they're not going to return um, as a faith based organization. I have a humongous problem with that. Um, so I'm going to just go ahead and say that because I don't care really. Um, it's a faith-based organization, faith over fear guys. But anyway, um, you know, so, so there's going to be a lot of people homeschooling now a lot more. I think I've gotten a lot of messages, um, that of people who are like, yeah, this, at least this year, you know what I mean? Until things go back to normal, uh, not the new normal, you know what I mean? <laughs> that they keep, they keep shoving down our, our neuro-linguistic programming, Google, Google it, Google neuro-linguistic programming. The new normal, the new normal. The new normal, the new normal. Guys, they are brainwashing you. They are brainwashing us. Okay, so anyway. Um, The the only other thing I'll say is that once they hit that like 12-year-old age, that magical age that we love so much, uh, Mises.org, you can start looking into that. Um, 
you know, all the colleges have their lectures online, like MIT and stuff like that. They have Columbia their lectures has online. everything. Um, and then another good source is honestly Facebook groups, Google in your area. Like for me, let's say I'm in Brandon, Florida, I would put Brandon homeschoolers. I would just start looking in groups, Brandon unschoolers, Brandon homeschool co-op. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many on, on Facebook now search and you shall find. And the, the new one that we're using, that's very Montessorian. What's that one? Called? Oh my gosh. I am so lucky that I found this lady. She, I'm literally paying Was her. it Christina? Christina. Was she could, yeah. Christina, my friend from Castaway Kitchen. Check her out. The Castaway Kitchen. Christina the Castaway Kirp. Kitchen, Christina Kerp. She just moved to Tampa and she found this gem of a place. It's literally a cottage. It's called the Urban Cottage Educational and it's pretty much Montessori. And uh, it's perfect for my children right now because Danny and I are really busy uh, <clears throat> trying to build businesses here. We're just trying to run with some stuff right now. And so right now I am basically paying really good money for someone else to homeschool my kid basically because the classes are five kids or less. There was literally only three of them the other day. It was literally just imagine like Dan, uh, it was just Dean Desmond and then uh, Christina's son. Um, but it's amazing. Montessori is pretty much the only kind of like schooling that I can probably get behind for my own children, at least. Um, I actually love this question. Shout yeah, out this to is Nicole. a good one. Um, something you liked since COVID started. I can think of several. I actually can I'll think of several. See what you, do you want me to tell you mine? Yeah, go your, go first. Okay. So for me, one of the things that was like freaking around. magical was um, about a week or two in, there was this huge explosion of people going outside to go on walks and our whole neighborhood um, was outside throwing the football. I mean, it would, it looked like a street fair almost every day. And you can walk outside at like at five, five thirty, six PM. And you would see so many people. Um, I love the fact that the pollution's down. I don't want to take, I don't want to do too many. I'll let you do a few and then I'll bring in some more. So that way I don't like steal all the good ones. Pollution's down, except ma- it's a mask pollution. Oh, that's all I that. find now are gloves and masks being thrown on the floor from, in the parking lot from people who will quickly shame me for not wearing one. So again, we live in a very weird world, but you know, it doesn't, it, I'm not surprised by it because that's what it says in the Bible. So, um, we're literally living in a Bible story, but, um, things that I love that I, since COVID, I think that most of us, I could say this is probably for most people. I think most people have realized that they don't need so many things to live. Yes. So um, you don't need creature like, comfort. yeah, like creature comforts. Like maybe you could do your own nails and you're, look how much money you're saving doing your own nails. That's like a, one thing. Um, you know, you didn't go out to eat this whole time. You can actually cook meals. And, um, oh, that's not true. The Chick-fil-A line was, oh, but um, we don't eat the Chick-fil-A guys. But, um, you know, people were probably making more. But people probably are scared, so they probably didn't really go anywhere. They probably were eating at home. So um, people are going to be more concerned about their health, I think, hopefully now. Um, For me personally, it really just helped me uh, realize, like, how important it is to, like, stay busy and what I consume. Um, You know, like, staying focused on my business and not not consuming so much social media and trying and you know like because it does it gets to you guys like me and Danny would get really deep into this stuff and it's very interesting stuff like don't get me wrong it is very interesting but it's just like it's 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 exhausting emotionally we lost a lot of productivity we lost a lot of productivity and it is so exhausting emotionally um what else um I think what I noticed with a lot of people was they started to think about like 
what's important in life. And, you know, for us, things that were already important, you know, people started to say, man, when this is all over, we're going to travel more. When this is all over, we're going to value our relationships more. Um, and, you know, people already value their relationships. And, you know, whenever we got on calls with people as much as possible, we were getting on FaceTime so we can see people. Um, those are the biggest ones. Um, I think we're all grateful for like smaller things now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people just want to be able to go eat a meal. You know we're what I mean? We're less spoiled for sure. We're less spoiled for sure, which is always a good thing. So it's always a good thing for that. Um, I was going to say one more thing that I liked. And now I forgot. Well, if you remember, we're going to save this. But this is the best one for last. But we'll save this one. And then we'll go in to see if there's any more. But uh, let's ask your favorite Thank question, you. though, your favorite one, this one. Are you all still carnivore? <laughs> the reason that I don't love this question, because I was like, like, honestly, I like it because I want to, because, because I don't. And so, like, I want to explain why I don't. But it's still a good question, because here's the thing, like, I'm not anything, like, I'm not anything. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I don't have to be super, super strict all the time. Like someone like Michaela Peterson, who literally has like pepper. Okay. She can't even season her steak. And she's or like, chicken thigh or, or chicken. She can't even have chicken. And she's like having inflammation and joint pain. So I am grateful that I don't have to be that strict. Now, one thing is for sure. The more strict I am, the better I definitely feel, especially for me. It's all about my, my mental health for some reason. Um, I am, when I feel the calmest and the clearest is when I'm like ribeye, ribeye all day, every day. And that's it for sure. But I'm a human being and I, I like to eat other stuff. I do get bored, but I have other foods that I eat. So, you know, yesterday I was carnivore, but maybe today I have an avocado. Um, I think the most important thing is for us to just focus on like nutrient dense foods, definitely make animal foods should 100% be the focus of our bulk of our diet. Like that is what I focus on. 90% of my food is coming from animal uh, sources for sure. But like, I might have a, an organic rice cake and that's not even keto, but like it's, it's better than a keto. Carbs, it's, for me, it's better than a Lily's chocolate. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I am, but maybe some people might not consider me a carnivore, but if you think about it this way, like I think of my life as a whole, you know what I mean? Like if you took my whole life, like at the end, it's going to be like, Maura, you were eating meat like most of the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's going to be like a drop. So I definitely say carnivore is my focus. I uh, asked this question to someone I really, really respect because I said, um, hey, um, you know, I noticed that I've been eating carbs more. So like right now I'm having like my keto days are even like on the higher end of keto. Like I'll, I'll have like 50, 75 grams of carbs sometimes, you know. And, and I feel great. My blood sugar's lower. Like my fasted sugars, when I check, are like high 60s to low 70s. And my postprandial, I didn't tell you this, but I had 60 grams of carbs at lunch today because today's a higher carb day. 30 minutes later, my blood sugar was only 90 milligrams per deciliter. And that's after having 60 grams of carbs, virtually no fiber, high, high protein, and low fat, which fat, fiber, and protein, or fat and fiber slow down the absorption of, uh, and protein can do that too. So down the absorption of, um, of glucose, of glucose um, yeah. when you eat a high carb meal. And I, and, and I was like, what do you think about that? Like that whole idea of, of getting better insulin sensitivity just from, you know, including some carbs. 
And he said something brilliant. He said, I think the issue lies in the extremes, single diet modes yeah. or eating contrary to adaptive mechanisms, fat and carbs together uh, and industrial processed foods. I'm firmly in the camp of cyclical inputs and actions that first support what our physiology ad- are adapted for, baseline health, then fine tuning for the better version of you by playing with the cycle inputs, in this case food, to enhance what nature has already given you. Other inputs such as sleep, exercise, hormesis, etc., fit in as well. In my opinion, you're seeing a result of dialing in versus keto 100%, carnivore 100%, vegan 100%, etc. You'll also find dialing in never ceases. Complexity of our system doesn't allow for set it and forget it. Yep. Sounds like you're working with some good metabolic flexibility. And, you know, that's the most important for sure. You you guys kind of know what I'm doing with my diet. I just did a live on ketogenic muscle intelligence, the Facebook group, so you can hear the exact details of the nutrition, the workouts, and all that. Um, And then the other thing that I'll I'll say is that I'm not, I don't plan on going completely strict carnivore again until like September or so, which would be the last four or five weeks before our big um, Tulum trip, our big rock body retreat, so that I could just like shred the last like couple, you know, pound or two of fat. So, um, so that's that. And then we'll answer this one, this amazing one. And then we'll see if there's any, any of them on the uh, feed. Uh, But uh, should we say who it is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Carla, (laughs) <laughs> our lovely friend why are you guys so awesome <laughs> she's cute i don't know because jesus loves me no jesus um loves me. Which really the re- but if, if we're gonna talk about jesus then we're not awesome but okay yeah but um we, we are we're just we have so much we're given so much grace and uh, as far as like why we do well it's because we get uncomfortable we do we have good habits and um, we focus on personal development a lot yeah a, a lot, lot right a that. lot a lot we really hold each other to a high standard which is fine to be honest yep so what is uh thank you seriously thank you carla that's so sweet we love you what are the um by the way i don't know if pauline's still on but huge shout out to pauline like we we've we've spoken about pauline we should have told her this um, but I knew Pauline, um, in, uh, man, in my old, uh, device days, even before I was a device rep, when I was a pharma rep, she was, a um, an MA in one of the offices I used to go to. She's a sick yogi. Um, and, um, she was definitely, you know, on a different, um, uh, what's the word ideology. She was, she, she believed in a different ideology and this whole situation has really changed her mindset and it's been really cool to see that. So shout out to you, Paulina, um, for just being um, just being open minded and seeing that, you know, I try to always be open minded. Yeah. And, you know, don't let especially with when it comes to like looking at sources, for example, like if it's someone that you don't like, just because you don't like the person doesn't mean that they can't offer something to you. Like everyone in this world has something to teach you. Everyone. I mean, this is a very stoic, uh, you know, stoic theme that you can learn from anybody. Um, even if it's even if you don't agree with them on you know ninety nine percent of everything, there there's definitely going to be something that you'd probably agree with them and th- that they can teach you. So we're never going to always agree a hundred percent. Danny and I don't even agree on everything, and that's fine. You're not supposed to. Uh, this is actually super interesting. Back to um, the the Rona, but um, <laughs> Jilda says that she knows somebody who tested positive three times for with routine follow ups, and they counted it as three new cases. So. I cannot trust their data. Like I just, I, it's really hard for me to trust their da- their data. And even with their data, 
the death rate continues to get lower and lower with all the testing, all the antibody testing. We're finding out that it actually, that it actually wasn't as crazy as they thought, but they'll never come out and say that because if they do, they will have to admit that they locked down and they stopped the entire economy and they ruined the lives of millions of people for no reason. So they'll never come out and say that guys. So, you know, and that's fine. I don't care. Just like guys, just like if we ever get to a point where our food recommendations um, get to that point where they say, you know, they kind of get more friendly with saturated fat and low carb diets. They're never going to explicitly say, I'd be very surprised if they ever say, guys, guys, we had this all wrong. Unless, you know, it's, it's, I don't yeah. I don't even think it's going to happen. How can so, they do it? Like you saw, hard. I saw a post the other day, like something like you would literally have to be like, oh, oh, we were wrong. And because we were wrong, now we're trillions of dollars in debt. We're this, we're like. It's not going to happen, guys. It's not going to happen. This, I think we kind of touched on this, but it's still a good question. Uh, Hey, guys, thanks for doing this. Do you know anybody in the keto carnivore community that got COVID and how hard it was on them? One one person? I know two. Oh, in keto. Recently, yeah. Keto. Well, uh, yeah, keto keto slash carnivore. Like, um, Logan's very carnivore-ish, but he's keto. Yeah. Yeah. David's very carnivore-ish, but he's also keto, and but he they're was both doing pretty well. Fine, yeah. yeah. And did um, they have to go to the ER? No, 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 no. No, no ER, no. home, test, home, recover at home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, let me see Any what else questions? we got here. Hold on. A lot of it's like comments, you know. Yeah. Um. Nobody dies anymore, only from COVID. There's been a lot of. Um, things that have disappeared. Here's an example. This was great. I, I heard that. Well, not great, terrible, but um, actually very terrible. I'm sorry to say this because it's related to one of our questions. One of, um, so Brian Rose, uh, who I mentioned before, London Real TV, check him out. Ben, one of my best friends, Ben Pokolsky was on uh, London Real. He's got epic interviews with people like David Goggins and, um, Doreen Yates and uh, just a bunch of people, and he was talking about a story of a um, a young guy who killed himself and was actually um, somehow tested or something. I think they tested him at you know post mortem and found that he had COVID and he killed himself and they added it as a COVID case. And of course, the father- well, I guess he did die because of COVID because you killed yourself because you were like locked up i don't know the details but i mean i don't know the details. i guess it's covid's fault but you know the the sad part about it was that the father was really upset about this but then they were going to not get the money that they were supposed to get i don't know what type of money they were going to get um but they actually got some money because they listed it as a covid death and uh, i don't know the details on this i can look into it but it's just things like that are just like yeah. So sad. Um, it is sad. And it makes you question. It makes you question the data, which, again, you know, f- everything is so complicated. Everything is like the, 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 the language. Everything is, is meant to mislead. Even if you look at, like, all of the mandates, which we printed out and we have highlighted and we have them in a folder, um, there's so much in there that no one talks about. Like no one, because, well, because they have to disclose it, but well, they're because, not going to highlight. Well, they, yeah, they disclose it in the order, but what the media reports is there's a mask mandate. Yeah. That's okay. it. So nobody questions that. And then you don't realize that it says it's for voluntary. It's like basically like the purpose of this mandate, this mandate is to get voluntary 
whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so this isn't a question, but it's a really good point because I actually did this and I need to stop doing this. God's working on me. Don't worry. Uh, I have never heard a Muslim apologize for getting their worldview from Muhammad or a Buddhist apologizing for Buddha's teaching. We must stop being ashamed of believing the Bible. I'm definitely not ashamed, but I do say sorry a lot. Yeah. And I say sorry for a lot of things, actually. Not as many things as you used to. Not as many as I used to, but it, again, it's something that I'm definitely working on and with God, like, because I literally say sorry for existing. It's been my whole life and I'm just used to it. And I've just been realizing that nobody does it back. And I'm like, why am I apologizing for literally? A, why am I apologizing? Because I got run over. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. why did I apologize for you running over me with your shopping cart? Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Nobody dies anymore. Okay, let's see. Do, do, do. Any ideas on contact tracing? Oh my gosh. Well, definitely turn off that thing on your phone. There's a thing in your iPhone all of a sudden that yeah, traces you. Yeah, but it doesn't automatically. No, it doesn't automatically, but you could just make sure. Just keep an eye on it. You go to settings and then you, you go, go to, to privacy. privacy. Um, Show them. Right settings, and privacy, and then health. go to health. Yep. Yeah, so you go to settings, privacy, health. COVID-19 exposure logging. Um, what I think about contract tracing is it's terrifying. And if you're the type of person that gets your news from uh, BS mainstream media, you probably already have your talking points ready, the, the things that you've been told that you're ready to pair it because it supports your view that you already had and you want to share, um, you're going to say, that's not true. And then right. you're going to totally ignore what one of the top people at the who said is which is that if people um we've we've noticed that the the spread of the virus has now gone into the household because we were locking people down at the time and if people are spreading in the household then we may need to remove people in a dignified manner um and then you had the ventura um uh public health official that was talking about they were one of the first pilot programs of contact tracing in this country talking about how um if you live in a house that only has one bathroom, for example, um, we're going to have to find a, a place for you, which is basically we're going to take you out of the house and we're going to give you your own place where you will be quarantined and we will separate you from your family. And uh, that's not that's not happening uh, in my household. I mean, without a fight, I'll tell you that right now. I don't want to. Your Second that. Amendment right is is it is useful if someone does break in. But the reason it's there is to protect you against your own government. Um, again, just ask any... A lot of people, I think, in America would like Venezuela with what they're saying, with what they're promoting and what they're saying. Guys, we're from Cuba. Like, our family's from Cuba. I'm not even... I wasn't even there, and I'm traumatized. So I can't imagine. So... But we've been there. But we've, we've, Well, we've, we've been there, it. and we've seen it. And then we've also seen the after effects, which is what happens to people who grow up there, whose media is controlled who every thought in their brain did not come from them. It is terrifying what you can do to a human brain. It is total manipulation. It is evil. And there is a special place in hell for all those people. 100%. Because it is pure evil, pure evil to try to control people the way that is happening right now. So, Yeah, so we, do we have any other questions? No, unless people want to ask questions. Not a single one. If not, then that's cool because it's time. It's hard time for a hard stop for me. Oh, yeah? So okay. I got to go to the gym. I got to do my second oh, nice. workout of the day. 
Nice. Well, this was fun. If you liked this, and I'm sure you know people will maybe comment afterwards after they watch this. It'll be up for replay. Share it if you would like. Um, and let us know if you like these podcasts. We'll do more of them. And next time we won't, we'll cover more of our traditional fare, but we had to get this one done because yeah. we had all these questions building up. So. Right. Right. Hopefully we did uh, did it justice. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm going to check, but I've, I'm pretty sure I'm ready. I'm ready for <laughs> more followers uh, but, following me. Uh, hey, Jesus had 12 followers. Okay. That's true. And some of them betrayed him. So I don't care. Well, anyways, guys, seriously, thank <laughs> I love you all though. Thank you so much uh, for joining and uh, please give us any feedback you want. <laughs> You're done. If you like us, please subscribe to the Fat Field Family Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, what's the other one? Um, what's the, 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 the player that we use? That, uh, Spotify. Spotify. We're on Spotify, Google Play. We're everywhere. And if you like what we're putting out, please give us a five-star rating and review because it helps us to continue to bring on. We got a bunch of people. We're going to bring on Eric July. Eric, Eric is someone that I followed for almost a decade. He's, um, he's a black libertarian. He is, um, he's the head vocalist, the lead vocalist for Backwards, which I don't get down with his music too much because it's hardcore. I'm not really a fan of that, but he's really, really smart. Um, we're going to have him on to talk about a bunch of stuff. And we're going to, uh, I haven't heard back from Natalie Denise yet, but I definitely want to get into the human trafficking thing with her as well as uh, Kimberly at some point. Kimberly, and we're gonna get um another one that i would love to get is suzanne venker i'm just chick being a chicken right now but i'm gonna reach out to her and i'm not being a chicken i just need to figure out what dates i'm gonna offer her you know yeah. what i mean but um suzanne venker if you guys haven't uh heard of her she has a really good book that i recently uh, wrote a uh, read that pretty much changed my life um so any women out there who are struggling who are alpha women and you're struggling with uh you know like arguing and, and, and the control, the, the control, the, like the battling and your marriage and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's because of the, the cultural worldviews that we have here that, uh, push, you know, this feminist thing, which seems nice, but it really does us no justice. So her Guys, book, you, her book is really good. It's called the alpha females guide to men and marriage, Suzanne Venker. Um, I heard it in like it's a short read and I heard it in like a day or something and I'm listening to it again now. Um, really good stuff, guys. And let me tell you, my wife is, you know, a traditionally, traditionally a feminist in the sense that she wants fair treatment for women, you know, but she is someone who believes that we have different roles. Men and women have different roles. What's well, biblical? And anybody who knows us will tell you. I mean, I... We're both I, alphas. That's the thing. I'm not running the show. I mean, it's a joint effort. Like, she's not running the show. I'm not running the show. You know, but there are give certain, and take. But there are, again, roles. Yeah. There are roles where I do have to back up. I do have to let him lead. Um, and same with me. Look, there's one line in her book that literally sums everything up. And she basically said that what men want is everything that their mother is, but without being told what to do. Literally, like that's what they want, but without that part where they get told what to do. Think about it. Like, you know what I mean? How annoying are we for Not real? So, but what is the most annoying thing, right? When she calls you and she's like, Llamate a tu tío. And yeah. Like, Bruh. She's, like, <laughs> she's like, Papa, y el seguro. <laughs> she's so cute. Por fin que. Danny's mom is a saint, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's an actual, always like, like an actual saint. When I die and I get to heaven, she's going to be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's always asking about like to make sure that I got my ducks in a row. And I'm like, mommy, I'm not like, 
I'm not 14 anymore, you know? Uh, but she does the same thing to my dad, so it's okay. Exactly. And that's what we do. I'll probably still, I, I'll still gonna she give. She told me that she would. I'm gonna have to nag him a little bit, so Worst. it's okay. All right. Anyways, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. Sorry for the interruption, but I have an exciting announcement I wanted to share with you. You all know how fond I am of the carnivore diet. I started it in August of 2017, and for the most part, in the past three years, I've stuck to it. I've teamed up with my great friend, Adam Scheibley, host of the Million Pound Mission podcast, to create a course for any of you who are curious about the carnivore diet. It's called Couch to Carnivore, and this course covers the range of diets from low-carb to carnivore. You don't have to be following a ketogenic diet or even a low-carb diet to start. We take you through seven phases from the standard American diet all the way to strict carnivore. Once you finish this course, you'll be armed with all the right information to decide which variation works best for you. In addition, we offer follow-along videos, recipe ideas, and all the great community building and support that Adam is known for. You can check that out at couchtocarnivore.com. That's couchtocarnivore.com. I'm a nervous fellow, nervous fellow, we can